Welcome to the Nittany and Badger. In this week's episode, we discuss Penn State's latest loss to Ohio State and what it means for the Nittany Lions moving forward. We also will look ahead to Week 10 and look even further ahead to the 2023 season as the Big Ten has released next year's conference schedule. Let's get to it. Welcome in to the Nittany and Badger. Uh, my name is Shane Lennon, uh, joined by, by my co-host, Corey Heineman, as always. How you doing tonight, Corey? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it could be better for myself because uh, Penn State took a loss this weekend, uh, but it was to be expected. Um, we can get into that. Uh, it's a tough loss. Once again, they had a fourth quarter lead, uh, just like in 2017 and 2018. And they uh, to the Buckeyes and they blew it. Um, they took a 21 16 lead with less than 10 minutes to go. I think it was like nine minutes 30 seconds. Yeah, and that was a that was a crazy drive, uh, right? To take that lead, they had a field goal uh, attempt and they missed it, but it was a false start. And so they brought it back and then. The Buckeyes got called for uh, legal procedure because they lined up over the center, which is not allowed on a, on a field goal mm-hmm. or extra point. And so they brought and so it was a fourth back to a fourth and one. And so Franklin decided to go for it. They got it. They continued the drive, and then they got down in uh, a, a, um they got a pass inside to the uh, inside the five yard line, um, dropped the ball, fumbled right at the goal line. The scrum for it, picked it up somehow, you know, and it, so then it was third and goal. Um, didn't make it on the sneak on third and goal, and then on fourth and goal, they they got the touchdown. It was an insane sequence, and it yeah. looked like at that point, the way a defensive played, it was 21-16. I was like, you got a really good shot, and it completely unraveled <laughs> after that. 28 points scored by the Buckeyes in a matter of, I think it was about six minutes. Yeah. It was insane. I, I couldn't believe how quick it uh, it all came unraveled. But that's what yeah. the Buckeyes can do. That's I the mean, problem. Yeah, like, you can play like however it's you. So ten minutes. So they basically played like forty minutes. Not I won't even say great, but like forty minutes, pretty good football. Fifty minutes. <laughs> yeah, Fifty minutes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just yeah within six minutes it just was. Over. Yeah, it was over. It was looking like a blowout yeah. and within a matter of minutes. I, I couldn't believe how quickly it came. I mean, right after the touchdown that we took the lead, Ohio State scored a go-ahead in, in uh, three plays. So then we get the ball back, and then uh, we fumble the ball. And then Ohio State scores a play later. And I'm like, what <laughs> What just yeah. happened? It was a blink of an eye. I mean um, – it's hard to overcome four turnovers and most of them were caused by the same dude, JT, uh, low. I can't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but um, he had himself uh, a hell of a day. Uh, three tackles for loss, two sacks, two interceptions. we returned one of those for a touchdown, a forced fumble. And he recovered that same fumble. I mean, dude was just blowing up our line. And a lot of that happened to Bryce Effner who was in for a Kate, uh, injured Caden Wallace on, on the tackle position, which not an excuse, just the way it is. Yeah, that guy was a, just a heavy ask. Yeah. And uh, he couldn't protect. And yeah. So way I saw, you know, the first, the first Clifford interception tip ball can't do much about that. Second one. Eh, I thought he forced it, especially when I had a guy open um, down the field. And then, the third one, I don't really recall what happened there, but when you have a part in four turnovers, it's it's rough, especially when you know this is like this is your last chance. It's a, it's a legacy game, mm-hmm. and Clifford didn't deliver. I mean, he did throw at home. That's the best chance. Yep, he he did throw you know uh, three hundred some yards. I think it was three seventy. Yeah, three seventy one. Yeah, and... three three touchdowns. I mean, look at the team stats, time of possession, everything. I mean, Penn State had a few more passing yards, a few more rushing yards, even had the ball longer, technically. Yeah. But, so, I mean, it should have been, if anything, a really close game. But, yeah, four turnovers to zero turnovers, never going to turn out well. 
Yeah, you could do that against teams like Northwestern, as they did, but you can't mm-hmm. do that against Ohio State. They'll just they'll eat you alive. Yeah. Um, and that's looking at it. I, the difference is with Penn State, it's just the the quality of players. You know, Ohio State, you have a guy like. Jackson Smith and the Jigba out. You still have like five stars behind them. Penn State doesn't yeah. have that type of depth yet, and they're getting better. But it's a matter of like Ohio State has just multiple multitude of top fifty players, and Penn State maybe has a couple. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not, you know, they're still just not on Ohio State's level right now. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there were some good things. I thought Parker Washington, he he was really good. 11 catches, 179 yards, touchdown. Uh, freshman running backs were really good again. Uh, Katron Hallen had the touchdown, uh, but him and Singleton combined for 120 yards. Uh, they yeah, they had a rush, Ohio State. Yep. Yeah, they, they were getting, you know, chunks of yards. They they combined for 4.7 yards per carry. Um, it You know, picking up those – three, four, five yards on first downs was keeping us, you know, not getting into, you know, bad positions. We just, you know, I don't know what happened at the end. I really don't, I can't explain the implosion. It's just, yeah, it just, it is what it is. Um, the defense had a good game overall. They couldn't come up with a turnover and they really needed that. If they could have yeah. got a turnover, you know, uh, maybe maybe the outcome would have been different. They didn't really pressure Stroud a lot. They did sack him twice, but most of the time he had a clean pocket to make his throws. Um, so it was it was tough to watch again to be so close yet so far away. Yeah. Once again against Ohio State, um, it's hard because you look at it and you're like, do you want to get blown out and just get embarrassed on your home field? Or would you like a close game, but still lose? It still sucks no matter what. Um, yeah. This is kind of a mixture of the two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause that close game and got blown up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, they covered though, right? Yeah, they covered. Yeah. Backdoor. <laughs> they backdoor cover. We're getting that touchdown at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a, just a tough game overall. And, it just shows that the Buckeyes are the still the king of the conference. They have, they have all the good, really, really good players. Um, they just keep they can constantly reload. There's no rebuilding in Columbus, um, and you tip of the cap to them. They played a really, you know, they could turn it on when they needed to, and they certainly did. Um, uh, now that Penn State has two losses, I'd like to see them get. Drew Allar, some more reps under center. I don't know if he'll actually start because I don't know if Franklin's going to pull that trigger. Um, but I, I, I'd I like to see Allar get into games when the game is still in balance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, not garbage the, time. Yeah, not the garbage time. He needs to. And it, coming up, I think they have some opponents where they can do that. You know, Indiana next week. Um, Maryland will be tough, but they then they have Rutgers and Michigan State. So I, I think he needs to get more time because I need to see what he brings to the table besides the garbage time and not wait till next season. I think Clifford, look, he's been great. Tip of the cat to him. He's done everything. You know, he's slightly above average quarterback. Uh, we know what he is. We have for years now. Um, but I think it's time for Drew to get some – starting reps but yeah i, I agree with you but i don't see it happening. I, yeah i, I don't think that, uh franklin's gonna be loyal to clifford and yeah. just let him play it out yeah i agree but i think with the schedule they can still win those games and get to 10 wins who no matter who's under center for the yeah. most part i mean maryland maryland yeah. will be tough but i think the other ones have major flaws where they should be able to win no matter what um but Maryland's at home, and they do have flaws too. Um, yeah. But it's a it's going to be a tough game. Risk it. If the chance to get ten wins, I think they'll stick with Clifford for the most part. Probably, but... they'll get they'll probably get a fair amount of garbage time to get Eller some reps in a couple of those games. But yeah, I don't think he's going to get any of the serious looks. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right, but. I'd like to see it happen. I, I just want to see what he has, what he can bring to the table under a little bit more pressure than just sitting in there with a 
four score lead, you know. <laughs> it's just a tough, tough thing to do for the coaches too, because like you're taking a lot of seniors and like saying, hey, basically we're gonna risk it just to see what we have for next year that you guys aren't gonna be a part of. Yeah, I I understand that too because we're not in the locker room. We don't know, you know that. And and Clifford's been, you know. He's great, and especially, I think we've talked about it all, maybe not in the podcast, but we talked through text. We've said, like, he's really good at the pre-snap. He can really get his guys in position to be where, you know, where they need to be, and he's really good at reading defenses, mm-hmm. um, at the line at least. <laughs> Sometimes he gets in trouble and throws a ill-advised uh, throw, of course. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, he has that senior leadership and he he has provided that but i don't know i'm just anxious now i know that season's not over they could still get 10 wins they could still go to a decent bowl game it's going to be better than last year last couple seasons uh but i everybody's anxious now for alar so i don't know i'm on the alar train now i'm ready to see what he has but i know that i know that franklin's not gonna not gonna pull that trigger ultimately and you're gonna have to wait Yep, going to have to wait till next season. But it is what it is on the Penn State game. We knew they were going to lose. I didn't see that one coming the way it did. But uh, yeah. losing, losing 44-31 uh, in an interesting way when you're up 21-16 late in the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, what, 45 points scored in the fourth quarter? Yeah. yeah, it was nuts, especially when both defenses were playing really, really well. Yeah. Um, but we'll go around the rest of the conference now. Uh, Michigan State and Michigan last night, the Wolverines won 29-7. Uh, the Spartan defense did pretty well, the holding Michigan to five field goals, but their offense just couldn't do anything to match to counter. Um, yeah. Blake Corum had another good day. 177 yards and a touchdown. Michigan State just couldn't stop the run as pretty much expected, but they like they did stop them at times to get the hold the field goals. So, but yeah, I mean they they held them to I mean say held them five and a half yards a carry, but when you extrapolate that out on 33 carries, he still got quite a few yards, but he didn't really bust any big ones like he normally does. Yeah. Um. But again, Michigan just grinds it out, you know, for over 40 yards or 40 minutes of possession time. You, when yeah. you don't get the ball for that often, it's hard for your offense to get anything going. Um, I mean, they rushed for 60 more yards than uh, Michigan Stadium passed for. Yeah. yeah. They rushed for more yards than Michigan's whole offense, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, that's what they do. And, and Harbaugh, if, you know, he doesn't care. He just wants to he'll run the rock and just run it and run it and run it. He doesn't care. That's why we still don't know. After all this time, we still have no idea how good of a quarterback JJ McCarthy really is. Yeah. At, at least his arm. I mean, he hasn't been tested. Maybe Ohio State will test him. That's the only team I see left. Maybe Illinois. Illinois does have a pretty good defense. But yeah. That'll be a pretty good game, but I don't think Illinois is ready for Michigan. Yeah, probably, probably not. But um, yeah, overall, Michigan State um, or Michigan had had it just overwhelmed the uh, Spartans. They, they, it wasn't a good night for them, and uh, uh, I think it was to be expected in that game too um, that it was not going to be fairly close. Um, okay. After Sorry. two years of Michigan State winning that. Um, Winning that series, uh, Michigan came out on top this time around. Uh, the but it was kind of all marred by the end. Did you see the yeah, tunnel incident? Yeah. So another tunnel incident. Yep. Uh, this time at the end of the game, it's it. get another entrance. Come on, do something. Yeah, I I know it's an old stadium, but they gotta do something to clear that up because that's yeah. now. Uh, and uh, and I saw a lot of Michigan fans on social media saying, "Oh, we've had this stadium for a hundred years, and nothing, nothing's ever happened before." I'm like, "Yeah, well, there have been some other incidents. So I think they're just coming out and getting filmed now." Yeah, <laughs> things are watched a lot closer now. Yeah, so I mean, not condoning the violence at all. That you should no guy should ever get beat up like that. That was that was like a seven on one 
jumping. Yeah, it was like some uh, sophomore defensive backs. I was trying to look up who it was that was getting in there. I couldn't see. Yeah. I, well, number, number one. one. Number yeah, one. So it was number one. So then I looked at the roster, and this is when you know it's not like a great player or anything because there's two number ones. So then mm-hmm. it was like, oh, one of these two guys. Mm-hmm. Well, if I you. Think they're both sophomores or something like that. If you look at the video, the, the video from outside, I don't know if you saw this. Um, so Michigan was most of Michigan's team was out on the field celebrating. Michigan State's heading back into the locker room, and number one goes up into the Michigan State line and like skipping around and <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. I didn't actually check, but he probably didn't even play. He might not have played. <laughs> I don't know. And then he's. Who knows what was said? You don't know if he said anything, but he, he might have said something and that led to, or just like skipping around acting like you did anything. Yeah. And then it just, and the teams Never already don't like, each, yeah, don't like each other. And so, yeah, shared tunnels are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Play, playing so I mean, dumb. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I guess leave it on the field, but it's hard for some of these guys to do. And you just easier if it wasn't a risk at all. Yeah, I think Michigan after now after Michigan State, uh, this was the worst of the three. But then the last year, Ohio State and Michigan jawing at halftime, and then this year, at halftime, the Penn State Michigan incident where apparently a Penn State player threw a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at somebody <laughs> and start the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, I mean. Yeah, this know, was just, the worst. <laughs> yeah, either fix it or like I don't know, have some security there and operate it a little more efficiently. Something. Yeah, they, the teams come in too close to one another. Maybe they need to stay out a little bit yeah. further or something. But they did. Most of Michigan, like I said, most of Michigan's team was staying back on the field, and this this jokester comes running up the, the tunnel like he owns the place. <laughs> I didn't see that part. I only saw yeah. the fighting part. I'm not saying he deserved to get beat down or anything. Just saying that that was not, not the smartest of moves. All right. Well, other than that, I didn't see much of the other games. Uh, Illinois at Nebraska, the alumni won 26 to nine. Good win for Illinois. They keep on rolling. They're up to seven and one. The Fighting Burts. Can yeah. you believe it? No. <laughs> you told me that at the beginning of the season. Uh, I would have called you an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's happening. They're up. Uh, forget what they. I think they're number thirteen now. They're right outside the t- top ten. It's crazy. Yeah, they were seventeen going into the game. Yeah, I think they moved up. They're definitely past Penn State now. Penn State fell a few spots but uh man devito he almost he was almost perfect on the night 20 for 22 yeah 179 yards and two touchdowns he didn't have to do a lot but what he did was good yeah and then brown again chase chase brown 32 carries for 149 yards and a touchdown yeah i don't know i mean burt struggled in the sec which i guess i mean i don't know arkansas not exactly the greatest place to go yeah, but, I mean he, at least at Wisconsin, and he is able to get some linemen in. So I don't know. He must uh, be getting some pretty good linemen down there in Illinois. Yeah, he knows the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, I still think he's gonna get smacked around with if they make the Big Ten championship game, either Michigan or Ohio State. But oh yeah. Um, I mean we'll see them against Michigan in a couple of weeks. See how how that matchup goes and. Uh, if we end up with a rematch in the title game or not. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Cause it, <laughs> and has it happened? I have to look. Has it happened where the teams have played each other right at the end of the season, like second to last game, and then had to play again in the Big Ten Championship? I don't think at the end of the season like that. And yeah. that's why they were afraid of, like, with the when they did the first um, – the legends and leaders conference and then they are divisions and they had Michigan and Ohio state and different. And they were like, Oh, look what's going to happen. You know, Ohio state and Michigan are going to meet in the title game, like back to back. It never happened in those three seasons. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, I think one of them, Ohio state was ineligible anyway to play in the title game the year that yeah, Wisconsin were. went and beat up on Nebraska. Um, but yeah, Nebraska, I was looking at it. They, they turn over the ball four times, not good. 
Um, that's not going to win you many football games, as Penn State knows. Um, so, yeah, Illinois, uh, they just keep rolling. Um, Rutgers and Minnesota. Mean, you, know, oh. you know what Illinois is going to do. So, I guess we'll see if uh, Michigan's capable of stopping them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, the game's got a few more weeks until that happens. Uh, Rutgers and Minnesota. Don't have much about to say about this game either. Gophers just rolled over. They finally got off their losing streak. Um, 31-0 was the final there. Uh, Minnesota uh, got Morgan back. He didn't throw any touchdowns or interceptions, so he didn't have to do much. They relied on Ibrahim, who had uh, 159 yards on 36 carries and three touchdowns. Uh, so big night for him. Yeah. Um, and then their defense got back to its form, uh, shutting out uh, Rutgers. Also, it helped that Minnesota kept the ball for 41 minutes. Um, but total yards, uh, Rutgers had 134. <laughs> it's not going to get anything. Their uh, quarterback there. play was pathetic. Nine mm-hmm. of 24, 86 yards, two picks. Yeah, between two quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Um no. So yeah, not not a good night for them. But Minnesota gets back on track and they start to. Uh, they're not going to win the West, but you know they can still get a bowl game. And then a game I saw absolutely zero of, and somehow uh, Iowa did score thirty three points all on the offense. So Northwestern, you're just terrible. How do you allow that? I think Iowa was averaging ten points offensively per game. And they and Northwestern allowed them to score triple that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now yeah. the Ferences are going to think that they are the best. Uh, you know, they got everything back on track, and they're so smart. <laughs> yeah. Basically, a couple good, couple good rushes, and that's about it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, not much to say about it. Northwestern, pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. No, they're they're bad. They're really bad. It's uh, Iowa. I wouldn't read too much into it for them. No, absolutely not. Um, I still don't think Iowa makes a bowl game. That's my prediction. Uh, Pretty easy prediction, I think, considering what's down the stretch for them. Yeah, let me double check this here. So at Purdue, that'll be a tough game. Then home against Wisconsin. Then they go at Minnesota and home against Nebraska. You got to win two of those. I got to win two. It, it's possible, but it doesn't seem probable because they're going to regress. Like, this was a outlier. Yeah, Northwestern sure. is no terrible. Is bad. And no one else is this bad. No, not even Nebraska, I don't think, is that bad. No. Um, I think they lose to Purdue, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. That's that's my – they lose three straight. They might yeah. beat Nebraska, but they'll finish five and seven. So, unless – there's one of those years where they don't have enough bowl eligible teams, and then they start looking at the academic progress rating to put teams in bowl games with five and seven records. Yeah, so Purdue's going to be coming off a bye, trying to get back on track after losing Wisconsin. So yeah, I think I think it's pretty safe that they'll beat Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I could see Wisconsin slipping up at Kinnick. You never know. You never know what Wisconsin team's going to show up this year. Yeah, they're inconsistent. That, yeah, but I don't know. I think they'll be, I think they'll be the underdog in all three of those games. Yeah, they should be. So, all right. Uh, so a little bit change in the power rankings, but not much this week. Uh, Northwestern at the bottom. Uh, Indiana didn't play. 13, 12 is the same at Rutgers. Nebraska yeah, didn't move horrible. at 11. Yeah, so my bottom four did not change. I dropped Michigan State two spots to number 10. Uh, Iowa moved up one, even though I, you said don't look too much in that Northwestern victory, but I did just punish Michigan State more than I rewarded Iowa. Yeah. Um, and then I moved Minnesota up a spot, too, for beating Rutgers, but not 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 a huge yeah. great win they shut them out so that's pretty good yeah and then the top seven remains all the same purdue and wisconsin 
Purdue, Wisconsin, Maryland didn't play. <laughs> that makes so that easy. I, uh, and then uh, Penn State uh, remains at four. I didn't want to punish them too much for losing to the top team, a, a top five yeah, team in the country. You can't put them under Maryland for the, losing to Ohio State. Yeah, I'll put them under Maryland if they lose to Maryland yeah. <laughs> um, in two weeks. Uh, but Illinois remains three, Michigan two, Ohio State one. So not much change unlike uh, previous weeks. Looks like we may be having a little bit of stability for the first time this season in yeah. the power rankings. And sadly, it's one, two, and who cares? <laughs> it was one, two, three, and four, and who cares a few yeah. weeks ago. We narrowed now, it down to just one and two. And now it's just one, two, who cares? It's just, yeah. There's a lot of flaws in every everybody under Michigan. Yeah. Um. So, I, I mean, Illinois... Can you believe that Illinois is a a loss at Indiana from being undefeated? Crazy. Yeah, that's why. I don't know. I don't know how they lost that game. Looking back now, they probably. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think that much of it at the time because I just didn't think Illinois was anything special. Yeah, and now they've gone on a tear. It's yeah. crazy. All right, our next segment is stock up, stock down. Uh, Corey, who do you have this week on the stock up pick? Uh, for my stock up, I'm going with Mo Ibrahim for uh, Minnesota Gophers running back. He didn't have, like, his greatest game, 36 carries, 159 yards. But he did have three touchdowns, and he basically, uh, with Tanner Morgan's issues, he's basically single-handedly carrying that team right now. Yeah. So just wanted to give a shout-out to him. Normally a Minnesota hater, but he's been pretty good for him. So he'll be my stock up this week. Yeah, and you're probably secretly hoping that it jinxes him, right? Like, oh, yeah. stock up. If I pick you for stock up. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah. That's the plan. Yeah, even in losses, uh, he's been he's been pretty good for them. I mean, last yeah. week against Penn State, he was their only offense. Um, yeah, he still got his hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's been good. Uh, they're gonna miss him when he's. I think it's his last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna. He's going to be a big loss for them uh, after this season. Uh, my stock up is, I'm going to butcher his name again, JT Tumalau. <laughs> Sorry, man, if you're listening, probably not. But uh, yeah, no. for the for the Buckeyes, I mean, without him, I think Penn State actually wins that game. Uh, he was just wrecking havoc all over the Penn State, on the Penn State offensive line. Um, he was just was terrorizing Clifford. Uh, so he's he made a name for himself single-handedly. You normally it's a team sport, but man, you could really say that that guy won him that game because he was yeah. just all over the place. It was reminding me of playing Ohio State with uh, Chase Young. Yeah, like he was just at the quarterback every time and like strips the guy and then still just picks it up himself mm-hmm. I don't know. just crazy it's crazy how good they are and then like also getting the fortunate bounces like that and things it's like can't do anything you just guaranteed to lose that day yeah and how does ohio state keep on getting these guys like that? Oh, <laughs> like why can't we get one of these type yeah. of players just know. one <laughs> uh oh well we'll give a free tattoos what do you guys want <laughs> hey, with, with nil, it's going to change the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> Give them something. Well, um, we need to just start giving away Ferraris and shit, I think. <laughs> yeah, you could. You really could. Uh, who's your stock down this week? Uh, my stock down this week, you're not going to like it, but I'm going to uh, Sean Clifford. Oh, I know. He it's, deserves it. I mean... It's kind of hard because it's not like he sucked. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, dude, he sucked. Like, 32 of 47 for 371 yards, three touchdowns. That part of it, you know, you're like, all right, that's not bad. But, yeah, four turnovers, three picks, and a fumble, and leading directly to touchdowns pretty much. It's just you can't do that at home in your biggest game of the season. Nope. Uh, He said before the the game, he told – uh, Jenny Taft, the sideline reporter for Fox Sports. This is my biggest game. I have to play the game of my life out there. Well, yeah, 
No, you didn't. Sorry, yeah. man. You just that is the only way you beat Ohio State, playing perfectly. Yeah. And, I mean, to even keep it as close as it was with, like, what, two or three turnovers at that point was pretty impressive. But, yeah. Yeah, this Four first turnovers, two. is the end of it. Yeah, those first two interceptions came early, and then mm-hmm. they settled down, and then the last two interceptions – or the last two turnovers were in that fourth quarter onslaught. Yeah. Um, And that's – we were going back to what we said about Clifford earlier, like, oh, Franklin's not going to, you know, pull the plug. Well, Franklin was mentioned multiple times in his press conference turnovers, and he knows exactly who calls those turnovers. That's the only thing that makes me think, well, maybe – they will go to Drew, but mm, I don't know. He is loyal. He is loyal yeah. to Clifford, and and I don't know if he's going to pull the plug on the last four games that quickly. But, yeah, Drew, I mean, um, sh- sorry, Sean Clifford does deserve stock down this week. I, I agree with that pick. All right. So, sad to say. Yeah. If he had had no turnovers, they win that game. He, uh, had a gr- he, had, he would have had a great game. They were gonna. They were on their way to it almost with just two turnovers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those last two were killer. It's hard to beat bad teams with four turnovers. Impossible to beat a good team. Yeah, I know. We barely beat Northwestern with a, with four turnovers, <laughs> or was it five? I can't remember what it was in that game. I mean, weather conditions aside. And speaking of Northwestern, that is my stock down pick. Well, more specifically, Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> Does he lose his job this season? I mean, they're gonna they I want mean, three he's games. He's not going to, but uh, yeah, in the Wisconsin game, even that guy looked so uninterested and like he just did not care. It's crazy. Yeah, maybe yeah. he just steps down this year. I don't know. He just seems like he doesn't really care. Yeah, I mean, I was reading a quote after the game. Somebody asked him, "Can you point to anything good?" And he said, "No." Well, we got Chick Fil A after the game. <laughs> yeah, see, he's like i don't know he just doesn't care anymore yeah. yeah so i mean they won three games last year but oh. they're gonna end up with one win this year that nebraska game is gonna be they're gonna go lose 11 straight i mean look at what's their remaining schedule it's all they're gonna be completely um they're gonna be underdogs the rest of the way mm-hmm. they're um, not gonna win another game no no, so yeah, I don't know. Does he step down or does he get fired? Yeah, I don't know. They probably won't fire him. But if he's completely yeah. lost interest, they might. He might step down. He just seems like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I uh, can't speak for him, but it just seems like he just his mannerisms and things on the sidelines like he just doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. So they they host Ohio State. That's gonna be a bloodbath next Saturday, <laughs> and then they play. They go to Minnesota. And Purdue, both losses. And then they host rival Illinois in the last week of the season. That's going to be a loss, most likely. Yeah. yeah. I know it's a rivalry game, but, mm, yeah. So, I mean, they're bowl, they're, they're not going to become bowl eligible. That's out the door. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know what happened. Like, their players are horrible. Like, I understand it's harder to recruit to Northwestern a little bit, but they've always, you know, managed to have lesser players and still hang in there for the most part. They went to the Big Ten Championship game in 2018 and 2020. You can't, like, you know, he's he's had success there. He's, like, probably the most successful coach in Northwestern history. Yeah. Um, won bowl I games. He, I wonder if he thought maybe a better program was going to come knocking and they didn't. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> it just seems like he doesn't care it's hard to tell <laughs> i just well he's the he's the native son do you think he would have left if if another team called came i don't know i mean he do, seems like he doesn't want to be there so maybe but yeah I don't know. <laughs> that, that chick-fil-a comment made me laugh yeah. <laughs> like, hey we got chick-fil-a so that was one good thing <laughs> Uh well yeah this stock's way down. Um, all right, next segment. Uh, let's go around the league. We get seven games next week, so we'll do a little week ten preview. Let's start with our games. Wisconsin is back after a bye week, and Maryland had a bye week. They host Maryland this week. Uh, Corey, what are your thoughts on this game? 
Ugh. It's uh, one we should win. I don't know if it's one we're going to win. Uh, it's all going to come down to the secondary play for Wisconsin against uh, Maryland's quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, it depends, I guess, if Tua's brother is back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't it depends I who the quarterback anything. is. Yeah, I, I assume. I'm going to assume he's going to be back, but I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, he's going to throw all over us. Just depends on if we can score enough going the other way to stay in it. Yeah, their defense is kind of suspect. Yeah, um, it's one but... where we're going to need to play like Michigan. We're going to need to just pound the ball and take up, eat up a lot of clock. You could do that with Braylon Allen. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, that's normally what Wisconsin does. Just this year, it's been hit or miss, but we'll see. Yeah, Badgers are five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not a lot. Take out the home field advantage there. It's fairly close, but I think we'll win. Um, I don't know. I just can't picture losing to Maryland in my head. This doesn't <laughs> never happen. It just doesn't have, make sense in my head to say it's going to. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they never have lost to Maryland. Uh, only played them three times, but um, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'm going to go with the Badgers in this one. I think they'll pull it out. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. Maybe coming off the bye week, we'll see if Jim Leonard has anything up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game. Penn State travels to Indiana. Uh, the question is, uh, the Nittany Lions are 13.5-point favorites. Uh, the Nittany Lions... Even that's low. Mm, it should be more than that, even. Indiana's maybe, pretty maybe. bad. Yeah, but it is at Indiana. Um, yeah. the, the big question is, does Drew Allard get any more significant time than he has to this point? I mean, he can't eat... He's blown his red shirt because he's played in more than four games this season. Um, so at that point, that's why I just rip off the band-aid, see what they got. But as we talked about a lot, Franklin's probably not going to do that to, to Sean Clifford. Um, but I, this is a game where I think they can win no matter who's under center. Uh, in the end, it's not that good. Um, they should be able to keep them mostly in check. From the defensive perspective, and I think the rushing, the, the running backs for Penn State will will get their yards in this one and and play pretty well. Uh, interesting enough, this is the first time they're back in Bloomington since 2020 uh, when they kicked off the season there and lost on the uh, controversy uh, controversial uh, Michael, Michael Penix uh, two point conversion play. So yeah, uh, they got a little bit of revenge back in Beaver Stadium last year. Uh, when Penix was still on the team, um, but we'll see if they come out and, and play. I think I think they'll win this game. They, they they shouldn't lose. Let's put it that way. If they lose, I don't even know anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that they're gonna bounce back from that Ohio State loss, and uh, at some point, probably in the third quarter, they're gonna be up three touchdowns at least, and then we might see Aller come in. Yeah, but I think. Uh, yeah, I think that line is even a little low. I think they'll win by probably three touchdowns. I hope. Make it comfortable win so I'm not, you know, not on my uh, edge of my seat like I was yesterday. Um, Michigan State and Illinois. Uh, Illinois is favored by 16. I think oh. they'll. I think they'll win this one pretty easily. Michigan State's just not good. Yeah, they're kind of real. Uh, I don't think they have anything left to play for now at this point either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost their big rivalry game. Uh, the, I mean, they could still make a Bulba game, but they got to win three of the last four. Doesn't look One good. One of those is going to be, I think, Ohio State, right? No, they already lost to Ohio State. Did One of them already? is Penn State. All right. They have Illinois. Uh, I don't know what their other two. Rutgers and Indiana. Okay, uh, well. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, they're three and five overall, so they got to win three of those games. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see it. Yeah. They'll win two of them. Yeah, they might win two. But I don't see them beating Penn State or Illinois. So 
I guess technically, as of right now, they still have something to play for, but that's going to be gone soon enough. Yeah, DeVito, between DeVito and, and Chase Brown, I think that that's, you know, Michigan State can't do a lot defensively yeah. to s- slow that those two down. So I yeah, think th- their secondary is th- still pretty poor. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a Illinois win, and Illinois is going to get the eight wins. Crazy. Just nuts. Um, Iowa at Purdue. We kind of already talked about this one. Purdue is favored by four. I think the Boilermakers bounce back after a bye week, and they'll come back, and they're still, you know, they're three, they're two games down, but they do have a game against Illinois left. So they still have stuff to play for in the in the West Division. So I think they'll bounce back and beat Iowa. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And I mean, other than going down twenty-one nothing really quickly to Wisconsin, they played better in the second half of that game, probably better than Wisconsin did. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll be all right. I think that uh, Iowa's offense will go back to what it was before, which is garbage. So <laughs> you should win that. Yeah, Purdue has played okay defensively. They're not the best of defenses this year, but I think they should be able to contain Iowa. They're not Northwestern bad or anything, so Iowa should probably go back to only scoring 10 points a game like they they have been. I mean, goodness, what what North Dakota State kept them, the seven points on – actually, it was three points, right? Not North Dakota State. It was South Dakota. South Dakota State. Yeah, South Dakota State kept them the the three points, and they got their other points on two safeties. Yeah. Uh, uh, Minnesota at Nebraska. Uh, Gophers are a thir- twelve and a half point favorite in Lincoln. I'd say that's maybe a little. Eh. Yeah, it's all. It's probably all right. Uh, with Ibrahim, as you were saying, he's gotten he's been good. I think they'll Minnesota will probably win this one and get to bowl eligibility. Yeah, they're just gonna run the ball and eat clock. Nebraska's not really gonna be able to stop Ibrahim. Mm-hmm. Probably the same thing. Like, yeah, they just had a hard time stopping Illinois. They're not gonna be able to stop Ibrahim and Taylor, Taylor Morgan won't have to do much. Yeah, I think you'll see a pretty similar game to the Illinois-Nebraska game. Mm-hmm. Illinois and Minnesota are built pretty similar on offense. Yeah, I'd say that's fair uh, comparison. Game, game manager, quarterback, and a strong running game that they're not afraid to run it 30-plus times with the same guy. Yeah. I was looking at was try, bringing up Nebraska's rest of their schedule – Trying to get to a bowl game, but I, I don't. I just don't see it. They got Minnesota, and after that, they have Michigan, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Uh, they're gonna have to win three of four of those. They're not gonna beat Michigan, so you gotta say they're gonna have to beat Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. And I don't see them winning no. three of those games either. All three. Yeah, yeah I mean, if for them to even get to this point with the turmoil at the beginning of the season, it's pretty decent actually, but. Yeah, they're not going to a bowl game. I think the bigger question is, does Mickey... Who's going to be their coach? Yeah, who's going to be their coach? Is Mickey yeah. Joseph going to get a fair look, or are they going to look outside the program? That's and to bring... Yeah. I, I think they're going to want more splash. Yeah. Bigger splash higher than him, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Although, I mean, he's done good <laughs> for himself, at least wherever he ends up. He should have a pretty good go at it. He's done pretty good this season. Uh, consider, yeah, considering considering yeah. everything that's happened there and what he has to, you know, the players that he has, you know, they can't just substitute players yeah. in. He has the same players that Frost and he win a game with, hardly. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just group these last two games of the weekend together because we don't really have to say much. Ohio State at Northwestern and Michigan at Rutgers. Yeah. The only question is, do they cover? Um... um Ohio State is a 38 and a half point favorite. <laughs> I don't know if they can cover that. I think they will. You think they will cover? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, they, they might. Northwestern, if, if Fitzgerald has given up the way, he might just, he might just, you know, go out there and do whatever, guys. I don't care. 
Yeah, there was a uh, one time when I was in Las Vegas, LSU was like a 35 point favorite. Forgot who they're playing, but I put a bet on them and had to sweat it out. And I think they ended up winning 38 nothing. <laughs> it's like, man, when you start five touchdowns in the hole, it's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Need some scoring here fast. Yeah. Well, they might get it. Northwestern's defense is really, really bad. Yeah. Um, it's just going to depend on how much they want to show off. But yeah, I mean, I think they'll do it too. Even when they start putting in the backups, they're still too good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I didn't discuss Mayan Williams did get hurt um, in the Penn State game. He took an awkward fall along the sideline, uh, being tackled out of bounds. He kind of landed on his hand weird, and we never saw him back. And he was also icing his knee, too, so I, I don't know what happened. I know he had had injury on his knee earlier in the season, so yeah. uh, but they're not going to need him. Yeah, they, need he, him <laughs> they won't need him for this game. Um, and then Michigan at Rutgers. Uh, Michigan is a 26.5-point favorite. They should cover, too, probably, most likely, uh, against Rutgers. Yeah, if you've seen what, Mich- or, uh, what Minnesota did. Mm-hmm. Michigan's just gonna run it even harder. Yep, they'll probably they might keep it for forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just gonna pound the rock and and uh, get out of there with a win and get back to uh, the rest of their schedule. These are just small bumps in the road because they're on the schedule. They have to play them. Yeah, technicalities. Yep, basically. All right, our last segment. Um. Actually, before we get just it will be nice for next week that there are seven games, so no more bye weeks, all football the rest of the way, all Big Ten football and uh, seven games every Saturday. So that will be nice. Uh, but yeah, for our last segment, we want to take a brief look at the 2023 schedule because the Big Ten released it this week. Uh, they had released it before uh, previously. Uh, but then with, there was talk of possibly changing the, the division schedule and um, uh, because of the, uh, you know, all the, the moves now to try to, you know, even out the divisions a little bit. Some of the other conferences are going to not, um, no divisions or scrapping the divisions altogether. Um, but with USC and UCLA coming in 2024, they decided to keep the divisions for one more season. Um, they brought back the 2023 schedule with some tweaks uh, for them. I think all the crossover games are the same as they were on the original schedule. They just made some tweaks on home away and maybe the dates that the teams were uh, playing certain games. Um, and that was ma- mainly due to the COVID year um, that got that tweaked some things because it went to an uh, all conference schedule that season. Um, so just my first thoughts, uh, for Penn State's schedule, um, for the eighth straight season, they will open conference play on the road. Uh, that's also 13 of the last 14 years. The only year in there, they hosted a conference game, uh, to start the season or start the conference play at home was, uh, against Rutgers in 2015, but that game was originally scheduled as a non-conference game before Rutgers joined the conference and they just kept it and made it a conference game. Um, so our AD Pat, Pat Kraft has kind of stated his displeasure with that. I think it's kind of being blown out of proportion, you know? Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's a little bit, you know, kind of, yeah, it's, it's a squ- scheduling quirk. Uh, that they haven't started on at home, uh, but does it really matter? It's not like we're going on the road to Michigan and Ohio State for these games. They're usually, you know, not a, a middle of the ten, middle of the back ten, uh, or I said back ten, middle of the conference, middle of the Big Ten conference. Team. Illinois, so, and then yeah, next year they're going to go to Illinois. I mean, yeah. it's not like that. That could be Illinois coming off of a, you know, that could be a challenge. Um, coming off a really good season for them. Uh, so we'll see, but um, I don't, I don't think it matters that much. Just yeah. go out and I mean, win. Other than going to Columbus there in week eight. I mean, the rest of their away games are pretty favorable. Mm-hmm. Northwestern, Maryland, Michigan state. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think that it's too challenging. Um, it's actually favorable. I mean, they should. I, I've said before. Well, going back to the, they have a winning record in those road games in that time frame. So I don't think that's, you know, that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And also looking at their bye week in week six, uh, maybe they'll finally get you know a win because they play UMass in week seven. So that that's good. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they won't have to maybe be like two bye weeks before they have to play Ohio State. So I think yeah. that's favorable. Nice tune up. Yeah, nice tune up game right before going the SEC route uh, next year. There are yeah. other Penn State's other. Uh, non-conference games. West they'll open up at home against West Virginia. That should be an interesting game. They haven't played West Virginia since uh, they were an independent. Uh, side note: that was my first game uh, as an eight-year-old watching Penn State beat up on West Virginia, uh, 1992. So that'll tell you uh, my age, I'm dating myself there. But uh, week two, they go. Uh, they play, stay at home and play Delaware. Don't like the FCS teams, but Delaware is a decent FCS team. Um, so it should be interesting. I don't think Penn State has ever played Delaware. Yeah, um, I, was, I only have the logos on my schedule here, and that's an interesting logo. I was trying to figure out who that. Oh, was. you didn't recognize who they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I think it's a favorable schedule. It is a little bit weird too. They get their. Uh, all the West teams, all their West crossovers out of the way, like right week three, four, and five. Um, and then all their East teams are on the back half of the schedule. Kind of weird there. No other team in the conference has something like that. It's all mixed up. But um, It is weird now that you point that out. Illinois, uh-huh. Iowa, back-to-back. Yeah, so, Illinois, Iowa, uh, Northwestern, back-to-back-to-back. Um, at least they didn't give us Illinois and Northwestern back-to-back because that would have been two trips to Illinois in, in back-to-back weeks. But – um yeah i think it's a favorable schedule they have drew lr next year uh kind of ease him in west virginia is not that good year but who knows the year to year differs um so we'll, we'll see how it goes uh what do you what are your thoughts on wisconsin's schedule looking uh, at it briefly <clears throat> i think it's gonna play out pretty good for us we do go to pullman hopefully get revenge in that bullshit washington state loss that we had this season <laughs> yeah get those guys back um opening conference play on the road at purdue not the easiest but could be worse and then hey we get iowa at home who will go to champagne ohio state is going to come into camp randall in week nine which will be kind of nice at least get them at our place mm-hmm. still don't like our chances but they're better at least and yeah, I mean, pretty standard rivalry game in the cities this year against Minnesota, but all in all, pretty favorable. We always start off with our uh, three non-conference games right in a row, so hopefully we can get out to a three and zero start, which is how this year was supposed to be, but it didn't work out. Yeah, uh, that's Buffalo at home at Washington State, and then Georgia Southern. Yeah. Um, to finish up non-conference play. So, yeah, I I do like that. I like getting the non-cons out earlier. It is kind of weird. Penn State will have a middle-of-the-season non-con, but it might work out in their favor that they have that, like I said, against before they play Ohio State. But uh, back to Wisconsin, yeah, it looks fairly favorable. Besides Ohio State, the crossovers with Indiana and Rutgers shouldn't be too difficult. No. Um, so that that's pretty if, favorable schedule. If we can get to the bye week at four and zero, that'll be huge. Because then come back from that record should be a win five and zero. And it's hard to tell what I was going to look like next year, but getting them at home in Madison helps. So mm-hmm. get Iowa and Madison, Ohio State and Madison. You know, can't really complain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right about Iowa. Who knows if the Ferences will still be there or not? At least Brian Ferentz, but we'll see. Well, there'll probably be two more brought on board. <laughs> His daughter and yeah. <laughs> another son. Two daughters. <laughs> or he does he only have other daughters? I have no idea. But oh, okay, I mean, he's got like six kids, so there's probably yeah. two daughters in there somewhere. It's got to be a family affair across the whole yeah, special staff. teams coach and uh, <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs> Or no, defense coordinator, sorry. 
Um, yeah, yeah, pretty. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say. It, it looks favorable now, but that's all on paper. So you never know what's going to oh, be yeah. year to year. I mean, going into this year, had us pegged at like ten and two, and going to the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. See where that went. Yep. Um. Just a couple other notes around other conference games I was looking at, uh, or other conference teams. <clears throat> Michigan gets another favorable opening. They get open up with four home games, plus their non-conference doesn't include any Power 5 teams. Uh, just every other team in the conference has at least one Power 5 team. Uh, they do not. They play East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green. So way to challenge yourself, Michigan. Um <clears throat> I was looking at Minnesota. I think you had pointed this out. They yeah, they really did. Yeah, they did not. The conference must hate them. Uh, they gave them crossovers with Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. <laughs> and then also they have to start the season with conference play on a Thursday night. On a Thursday night with Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Rough. Yeah, um, and throw in North Carolina, too, in there. Week mm-hmm. three. That's a pretty tough non-conference scheme. Yes, it is. Uh, They do get Michigan and Michigan State both at home, but they do have to go on the road to Columbus the week before they play the rivalry game against Wisconsin. So that at Wisconsin. Oh, no, they get them in uh, Minnesota. Either way. uh, They got a tough They got a real tough slate. Um, Ohio State doesn't look too bad. They got Notre Dame. Other than that. Yeah, they have Youngstown State in Wisconsin, uh, excuse me, Western, Western Kentucky, Kentucky uh, as their non-conference games. So, but should be interesting. Another one more year with the East-West configuration. Uh, be nice if somebody besides Ohio State or Michigan wins the conference next year, and it's last uh, before UCLA and USC join. But we're a year off. We'll see what happens then. I'm also not sure Illinois knew what they're getting into with the week two matchup against Kansas. Oh, yeah. They probably when they when they signed that deal, that looked like a pretty sweet option to play them. And now they're not bad. Yeah. It's uh yeah, that's the thing with those non conference games when they go they're like a decade in advance, so you never yeah. know what the team's gonna be. And I also noticed too, Purdue uh, plays two not uh, two power fives. They play Virginia Tech, which they are in rebuilding mode. But Syracuse, then they come back yeah. and play Syracuse too. It looks like Fresno State too. Yeah, and Fres- <laughs> that's a rough. weird non-conference schedule, but yeah, but they do get those first four out of those five first. Uh, those games are all at home, so the only Virginia Tech is on the road. Yeah. Um, so, but should be uh, another fun season as it typically is. But like I said, let's just get somebody else new in there. At least maybe Illinois Illinois or Purdue. They haven't been to the Big Ten Championship game this year, and so at least they'll get to go, one of them. It'll be different than uh, Wisconsin. I know you want a Wisconsin, yeah. obviously, but um, we haven't had one of those teams in there yet. So I mean, if we get to watch Illinois lose 59 nothing as well, that'd be pretty sweet. Well, I know you, you'd like to see Burt. Get his ass kicked. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show for tonight. Uh, once again, uh, we do have a Twitter now at Nittany Badger. If you want to um, check us out on there, I was doing a little bit of live tweeting during the Penn State game. It all wasn't nice at the end, but I was happy during the first part of that game. Um, would love to interact with you guys. Uh, send us some questions. You can also email us at nittanyandbadger at gmail.com. Uh, and then, again, as always, we're on all the major podcast platforms where you can listen to us. So thanks again, Corey. Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. Yeah, go out. If you love our show, give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. Um, and spread the word. Uh, so thanks again, Corey. Uh, for joining us, uh, joining me on, uh, and uh, we'll get back to talking some more Wisconsin next week as they play yeah. Maryland. I'm looking full forward to slate. that game. Full slate finally. Yeah, full slate again after a lot of bye weeks. Um, and I actually am really looking forward to that Maryland game. Maryland Wisconsin goes. I want to see how good Maryland is 
Um, yeah, it should be a good measuring stick. Yeah, for them. I, I yeah, Wisconsin's not as bad as as we you know as they played. I, I, I really they just got to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Thanks again, guys. Uh, talk to you again next week. See ya.